eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. One other another guy I wanted to ask about who, you know, might have a chance depending on what the Bruins decide to do. Uh, we saw him got, get called up very late in the season, Brandon Bussey. Um, but, you know, we know that potentially trading one of their goalies that could be on the table for the Bruins this offseason and Bussy obviously had a really strong year in the AHL. Um, do you feel like, you know, he could be ready to be an NHL backup if the Bruins did move one of their goalies, or does he maybe still need more seasoning? I think he needs more. He gives up a lot of rebounds, um, and that's, you know, and that's death in the NHL. Uh, so I think he needs more work there. Uh, but they may be they may be forced to, if they trade a goalie, you know, it may be uh, time to throw him in the pool and see if he can swim. Uh, but what a year he had. Uh, he He's the reason they finished in first place. I would say he stole five or six games. Uh, they only finished in first place by a point. Uh, so if you take those five or six games out of the equation, uh, they don't finish first. He was just so uh, so good for them. And he's such a battler. He's not technically great, but he battles and battles and battles. There's no shot or puck that he gives up on. Uh, so I, I, you know, I think he has a chance to be uh, definitely an NHL goalie. Is that next year? Is it two years from now? Who knows? But I, I think they, again, they got a really good, uh, good prospect in him uh, in in signing him out of college. Now, would he be someone that you would say you, you he developed maybe a little bit quicker than you would have expected when he came in? What, um, what's been his kind of arc in terms of getting ready to play NHL games? Well, I think his, his arc just keeps going up. Uh, when he came here a year ago out of, out of Western Michigan, after a great year at Western Michigan, um, you know, if you thinking back to uh, the NCAA tournament in Worcester last year, uh, 
you know, he outplayed Devin Levi and, and they Western Michigan beat uh, Northeastern in overtime. Mm-hmm. And Bussy Bussy was better than Levi that day. Uh, and he came into Providence and, you know, I'll, no, uh, no sugarcoating it. He was, he was shaky at times in the stretch down the stretch and in the playoffs. There were times, you know, I, I think one of the coaches said, uh, I won't say who it was, but, uh, there were times when it looked like he was trying to get out of the way of the puck instead of get in the way. Uh, but he, he straightened that out, uh, you know, going, starting into this year, there was none of that. Does he let in a bad one once in a while? Yeah, he does. And, uh, like all goalies. Right. But, uh, he, he's, he's able to, uh, he's able to park that and uh, get right back on in focus. Um, so I think his, uh, you know, his arrow is pointing up all the way. I, I think uh, he made a lot of progress uh, this year, and I, I, he just works incredibly hard at it. I, th- I think that'll continue uh, going forward. And one last follow up for me on Bussy, if he were to get the call up, say the Bruins do decide to trade Allmark, um, do you think Bussy could handle? a decent size workload in the NHL or would he be more of you start him out and he's mostly just coming in. If you need him, give Swayman a pretty big chunk of the workload, or do you think he could handle a little bit more? I, I wouldn't put him in there for like 35 or 40 games, maybe 20 games to start, but that, and that all depends on how he, uh, you know, how, how does he start? Does he get, if he if he's given up a million rebounds and they're and they're scoring on him, then you know maybe he's not he's not ready. Uh, but uh, you know I don't think he's ready to step in there and 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 take say half the workload. I don't think he's there yet. But I don't th- potentially he's not far off though. So I mean when Swayman came in, did I think he accelerated his. Uh, his timeline when he, from the time he started in Providence to right up to Boston. And then all of a sudden he's an effective NHL goalie. I don't, th- I don't know that we expected that because uh, goalies, you know, their development curve is, uh, is all over the map. A lot of times, some guys make it right away. Other guys, it takes years. Uh, so I don't know. We'll, uh, I, 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 am really high on Bussy. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, not only, uh, not only is he a good goalie, he's a, he's a really good uh, kid to deal with in the media. I think he, uh, he's, he's got a great sense of humor. He just, he just, uh, he gets it. Uh, so he's like Swayman in that regard, you know, a, a, a guy that understands that, uh, you know, talking about the game uh, after practice and after games is, is part of the job too. And he's willing and, uh, willing and able to do it so that's that's a positive does anyone else have a question about bussy because i have one more (laughs) um it just popped in my head uh does goalie bob have does he work at all in in paying attention to and helping develop the guys in providence or is he just working with them when they get to the nhl level who works with bussy uh in providence it's goalie mike mike dunham uh, he's here all, all those every, main guys. Yeah. All those main guys. Right. Right. 
And he's got some stories about Monty in college. Let me tell you, uh, <laughs> not not all of them are fit for publication, but there's some good ones. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's Mike Dunham uh, in Providence, and and with the prospects uh, up and down the pipeline, Mike works with, uh, or he doesn't work with, but he's he's in constant communication with uh, with uh, Philip Svedback, who plays a, played at Providence College this year. And uh, the kid in Swift Current uh, that uh, was up in Providence at the end of this year, he he made the trek to uh, Western Canada a couple times uh, to to see that kid, and he, he's with he talks to Philip all the time uh, about his game, and uh, he's a presence every pretty much every day here in Providence with uh, with the goalies, uh, and I you know the goalies. The goalies like him. Uh, he's a guy who obviously was, uh, you know, he he checks all the boxes. He was a high draft pick, played in college, played in the NHL, was successful, you know, had a pretty long career. Uh, you know, he's been uh, a lot of places where these young guys hope to get so too. Um, so he's very effective in that role and doesn't get enough credit. You know, goalie Bob deserves all the accolades he gets uh, up in in Boston, but Mike uh, Mike Dunham also uh, deserves more credit for what he does in Providence, uh, in my opinion. So, Mark, off the top, Scott mentioned the Bruins' top prospect, Fabian Lysel, or argu- arguably his top prospect, their top po- prospect, Mason Lorai is the other one again who Scott mentioned, and I wanted to ask about him because if you look at the Bruins' current blue line you have Dmitry Orlov left shot defenseman who obviously is a free agent and there are obviously the Bruins are you know they're they have no wiggle room in free agency as of week right now and another name we see out there is potentially potentially maybe trading Matt Grizzly because of his value and just I don't think the Bruins want to trade Grizzly but it's just an option so those are two left shot defensemen that could possibly not be in Boston Given the fact that Mason Lorai is 22 and a half, would be 23 halfway through next season, next January. It's not like we're talking like an 18-year-old kid, right? Is he somebody who, if not by October, potentially midway through next year, could find himself on the left side of of Boston's blue line? What did you see from him in his brief time after uh, leaving Ohio State this year? I don't see him as a presence in the NHL next year. Maybe in the second half of the year he could come up and play a game or two to fill in for somebody that was injured. Um, I just don't think he's there yet. Uh, he's, he, I mean, he's a fine prospect. He passes the eye test, uh, you know, skates really, really well for a guy that's as, as long as he is. Uh, but the thing I noticed, you know, when he came to Providence – Coaches now always talk about playing fast. That's a big thing now in ho- in hockey. Mason Lowry did not play fast in his time in Providence. Uh, he was, uh, and that's, I think that's to be expected. Uh, the pace of the game in the American Hockey League is obviously a lot faster than it is in, in uh, the Big Ten or whatever college level you're at. Uh so I think he, he was Mason was taking longer to process what was going on around him 
then I think he, he's he's going to have to uh, moving forward. He's going to have to speed that up, uh, decide what he's going to do faster, move faster. Uh, but I think that's just something that some time in the American League is going to solve. Uh, but you know, I think. Uh, I know I expect to see stories over the summer and development camp and training camp that, uh, yeah, you know, he, he, if he has a good camp, he could, uh, he could stick. Uh, and I'll, I'll be reading those stories and thinking to myself, no, I, I, I don't see it. You know, I don't see it. I think he needs some time in the, uh, in the minors. And I think that uh, the the staff in Providence, Ryan Mujanel is tremendous with young defensemen. I think uh, it was interesting to watch uh, Mason at the end of the year. They would, uh, the day after a game, he would be in the coach's office and they would go over, a coach would go over every one of his puck touches in the game. Every single one. Now, how many how many puck touches does a defenseman have during a, a game? I, I couldn't even begin to estimate, but it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot, right? So every single one of those, they'd go over, okay, you did this. What did you see here? What happened here? So that's the level of coaching that, that uh, you know, a, a prospect like him is getting down here. And, you know, Next year, that'll be going on, and that'll help him ramp his game up to uh, to get up to the uh, NHL speed, and uh, you know help to make him uh, an effective player. So I, you know, like I said, I I think he needs more time, uh, and I, I don't I don't know how do you so how do you fill the holes? Well, they got. They got Jakob Zaborl, who they completely wasted this year. I don't know what their thinking was on that. Uh, you know, when you figure in his knee injury, and now this season he's missed so many, so much time in the last two years. Where's he at? You know, is he going to be able to step in? Uh, I don't know, but I, I don't want to get off on a tangent on him. But um, I think Mason needs time in in the American League. Uh, I think he's he's really willing to learn. He's uh, first guy on the ice at practice, last guy off. You know, he's in the in the coach's room, going over video all the time. You know, he's he's going to do what it takes to uh, to get there and to be a good player in the NHL. I think so. There's just going to have to be a, a you know some patience exercised here uh, by the by the staff and by mostly by the fan base, I think, uh, who think that in some quarters think that he's close. Uh, I don't see it that way. He needs, uh, he needs time in the American league. So, uh, I don't know. We'll see. I, I do want to get back to Lauco. Oh, sorry, Scott. Did you have a question? Uh, yeah. Well, just while, while we're on the left side of the defense, uh, yeah. you know, one guy who's had a ton of time in the AHL and, feel like every year we've heard oh he might be ready to push for a job in boston might be ready and i know he played a big role in providence but he could leave this offseason as jack ashan who could be an unrestricted free agent has he do you think he's kind of reached the end in the bruins organization and might want to look elsewhere or could he look at this as hey maybe maybe there finally is a real opportunity 
for him to stick, depending on what the Bruins do on defense. Just where do you think he's at? Do you, you know, do you think he still has a future in, in this organization? Well, I think that, I think that's up to him. Uh, you know, if Grizzlick is still around, then you still run into the, the issue that some see in two smallish, uh, defenders back there. You know, you can, you can have one, but you can't have two that, uh, that line of thinking. Um, I think Jack's capable of be playing in the NHL, uh, in the right situation. Um, you know, he's, he's had a good year in Providence this year. Uh, I think he's ready to play in the NHL, whether that's in Boston. I, I don't know. That's, he, he'll have the option if he, if he you know, if he, they don't extend him, he'll be a group six free agent as of July 1. He can walk. I'll be surprised if he doesn't. Uh, there's, I think there's better opportunities for him, probably uh, more surefire chances that, than maybe in Boston. Uh, and, it, you know, he's 26 years old now. Um, so, you know, what's his – What's his upside at, at age 26? I think what you see is is what he is. Uh, but like I said, I think he's capable of playing in the NHL. And whether he decides to stick around and, and give it another shot with Boston, uh, we'll find out. But uh, I I would expect to see him sign elsewhere for a better opportunity. And, and I wouldn't blame him if he did. That's funny, Scott, because I was about to – stick to the D as well. Is there anyone else on D that you even would consider part of the conversation that um, the Bruins could be looking to, or is, is it really just Laura and Ashawn if he stays? Well, a guy who had a, just a, I thought had a tremendous year is uh, Connor Carrick. And he came up at the end there and he played in Philadelphia and he had a really strong game. Now, granted, that was the Flyers. They they stunk this year, uh, and that was, you know, there wasn't a lot at stake in that game. Uh, it was just kind of garbage time. But uh, having said that, uh, I, Connor played very well that night, and uh, and and he played like that in Providence for most of the year. I mean, he was. I've seen him in the in the league for several years, and. Geez, I never noticed him playing as well as he did this year. He was really good. Um, he's a righty. Uh, you know, I don't know if uh, – I don't know what they think of him, the Bruins. I don't know what Jim Montgomery thinks of him. Jim Montgomery had him briefly in Dallas a few years back. Uh, could he be a guy who could be, like, the seventh defenseman in Boston? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, but I don't know if they think of him in that, in those terms, he'll be a free agent too. Uh, you know, as of July one, I don't know what they, like I said, I don't know what their thought is on him, uh, and whether he could be someone who could, uh, you know, fill in up there, uh, as maybe the sixth or the seventh D, uh, but I think that's, uh, that's pretty much it. Um, Ashan, Carrick, Lowry. Uh, Mike Callahan still a prospect a, a long ways away. Um, Kai Wisman, who they signed out of Germany, I think he'll be heading back to Europe. Uh, 
you know, I, I, I think, uh, I think that's it in terms of defensemen in Providence. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you, I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road, any road, the steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.